rubbish sound. Don't go off early, mate. We'll, we'll take a trip down memory lane during the show. Okay. It's on the rundown, okay? All right. You good? I'm good. You're pumped? We're having lunch today. I know. Great. You're very excited about lunch. <laughs> lunch yeah. with Angus. Ribs. Ribs and what else do they have there? Brisket. 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 Oh, you know, I'm going to yeah. go hard on the brisket. Brisket, ribs, and uh, and pulled pork. I've become a massive fan of brisket. Yep. I don't know how. I'm a pulled pork fan. <laughs> you don't look at me like that. Yeah. <laughs> don't look at me like that. You. It's a food <coughs> pulled pork. No, no, it is. I just. Yep. I'm sure you've pulled pork a few times. I've. No, I've never actually pulled pork. <laughs> no. No. Anyway, should we do the show? I think so. Oh, I think we should do. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from TechGuide.com.au. Just another game, really, isn't it? It's just another day. That's what they say. They just ask another show. Before the grand final, they said, hey, it's just another game. We've just got to do the same things. Yeah. Go through, the, go through our but plays. I, but I've got butterflies, Stephen. Why is that, true? Episode 400. 400. Woo. Wow. <laughs> I mean... It's they said we'd never make it. Did they? No, not Who really. Who said that? Not really. Nobody. <laughs> um, what was the date of the first show? No, I don't have it. It was um, February 2011. Yeah, it was like February 21 20, or something. Yeah, it feels like right. 22nd of February. I think 2011. Yeah. Okay, so we're not eight and a, eight eight and a half years. years. Yeah. <sighs> I'm exhausted. Yeah. There are crimes we could have committed. Yeah. Been to jail. Gotten out. You've, you've had another child even in the meantime. Yeah, yes. Harry Conceived came along and during... born and wow. now seven. Actually, yeah, you're right. Actually, <laughs> How old is he now? Seven. Uh, yeah, he's be turning seven. eight. He's turning eight? eight in September. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, so your missus was pregnant when we started. Is that right? Look, Must I, have been. I can't. I, I, look, I I'm, not, I'm not going to ask too many questions. I don't here, do the calculations. <laughs> and he was a delightful surprise, but I feel like <laughs> maybe... Well, wasn't he born I don't know. September there's, 2011? There's a, small chance, there's a small chance we celebrated episode one. I don't know. There you go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. I don't know. That. I don't want to do the calculations. Now, we do it all thanks to the good people at uh, Uniden and Netgear. And a shout-out to Netgear, who've been with us since two, episode two, I think. Yeah. Two or three. Basically. Um, a support like that doesn't come, doesn't go unnoticed by us. Um, it Absolutely. is It is greatly appreciated. I think it, it has always worked for them because uh, we have a very loyal listener base. And I think they've built a brand uh, loyalty just like we have. And, and we appreciate the support of all the people over the years at Netgear. Um, uh, those past and present, but it's been it's been awesome. And to the other sponsors along the way, and Uniden, who we have now, um, uh, you know, we we don't I don't I don't I don't do this for the money. We we enjoy absolutely our time together. Yep. I enjoy this. This is one of my favourite parts of the week um, because it's just relaxed, easy yep. chat about tech. But we're we're lucky that we are able to make money out of uh, something yeah, that we love absolutely. doing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if uh, I think that's the key. If you can make money doing something you love, yep. then why not? And that's what we are. That's a, that's our lives now, isn't it? We we do this full time. This isn't a part-time gig. And, and you know, we we so we've had that loyal supporter base at the uh, the sponsor level. But I got to say, Stephen, uh, it's the audience that I kind of get most drawn to. Yeah. And that is made very evident this week to me. Very evident this week because you know, we said as a joke over several weeks now, <laughs> probably months, um, that uh, that we wanted a, a chocolate. Oh, I said cho- chocolate cake. Um, Specified chocolate. I was very know? clear about the chocolate yeah. mud cake, wasn't I? Okay, you do. Yes, um, and and you know, because there was a time. I'm going to say episode 300, maybe 200. 300, yeah. I think, we, I think Vodafone sent us a cake, and that was, was what, Vodafone or Netgear. Netgear, wasn't it? Oh, Netgear did 300. Yeah, and yeah. We definitely got one early on. Uh, yeah, at the, some point, the, yeah, the, the, you, well. that you ate on your own. Yep, hundred percent. Yep, no doubt. No but I doubt. think three hundredth we recorded in the Netgear office. 
That's correct. That's they took true. us to lunch and then we had... That's we true. Had, uh, that was 100 episodes ago. Can you believe yeah, it? it's, a, it's a couple of years, you know, yeah. when you think about it that way. Yeah. So, look... Um, we have received a couple of cakes. We have. This is uh, this two is, cakes. This is unbelievable and a massive shout out. Uh, firstly, to Craig Voicey. Now, Craig, I, I recognise the name as soon. As, you know, the, this is the great thing about social media is a tough thing because there's so many people. Yep. It's hard to you know know that you've responded to people, but there's some people that just stand out. And Craig's one of those people who stood out to me for many years, and he used a facility on my website to make a donation to to the EFTM Drinks Fund, and he said. Yep. It was $50, actually. I said $40. It was $50. The message was, Trevor and Stephen, congrats on the 400th episode of Two Blokes Talking Tech. I can't deliver a cake, but this should buy you one. And Craig, I went yesterday to Michelle's yes. Patisserie. I bought a little cake, big enough for Stephen and I to, to eat. And then I went to Woolworths and bought some candles. And, and just FYI, they rubbish candles. The, <laughs> the gold the gold leafing came off. <laughs> yeah, good Stephen, choice. Stephen had the idea that we'd colour him in. Let's colour him in with Sharpies. In the, yeah, Breaking they, news, they, Sharpies uh, on wax, not yeah, so good. not so not but so hot. It's, and I bought a lighter, so I'd used your 50 bucks very yes. well for this whole cake, and I cannot, I, I can't wait to rip into it. I don't have a uh, cake knife, by the way, which you have to use like a uh, butter Regular knife. Regular knife. Couldn't give right. a rat's. That'll work. It'll cut it. That'll work. Um, so that was... So that was a really nice it was thought. A lovely gesture. Um, Thank you very much, because, Craig. Because it, it really did do what we wanted to do. But then, last night, my wife took the kids to do. Jackson's getting braces today. They had to go and get X-rays yesterday. Yeah. So I had Harry sitting here with me in the office. Uh, Vivi and Jacko getting X-rays on their teeth. And Mandy goes, "Oh, because we we're going to the school last night for an open night." Yeah. And she said, "I'm going to have to meet you there. I forgot I have to go to Carlingford to pick up some baseball stuff." And I went, "What a pain in the ass! Just yeah. do it tomorrow." Yeah. She goes, "No, I got to do it now." So. Anyway, so I'm waiting at home for her, and she comes in, and Vivi's got this big smile on her face, like they didn't go to Carlingford for baseball stuff. Anyway, they come in with a massive cake, proper big mud cake from yep. Michelle's Patisserie again. Yep. And this one, boys, and Craig, not to diminish what you did because it's greatly appreciated, but Rob Rigby and Rob Jolly are two of our absolute loyalist and longest yes. listeners. Not only did they order a cake, but they photoshopped <laughs> our faces, uh, their faces, and a message uh, which says, congratulations, TBTT 400, hashtag two Robs. Two Robs. And, a, and, and, it's, I don't think <laughs> and their photos They've well. never met. They've put themselves. Yes. It looks like they're together. Yeah. And, and we're holding a photo of them is what yeah, it looks like. Yeah, that's right. I'm pointing to oh, uh, I gotta Rob say, Goloff. I'm not one to get emotional, but that is really That's cool. really touching. That yeah, is no, really that's touching. greatly appreciated. You have to go to effort. Yeah. You've got to combine that some took money. That's a lot of work. And oh, it just means a lot. It really does. And, uh, and so, our heads, our faces are on a cake. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's I'm not sure I want to eat that icing. <laughs> We've taken uh, plenty of photos already, so we can preserve the memory. Yeah, so we'll put those photos up on Instagram stories, Instagram, Twitter. We'll put them everywhere because yep. we're proud of it. Uh, and a uh, massive shout-out to Rob, Rob and Craig for coming yes. through with the goods on the cake front. Yeah, they're very, um, that's, they've come through admirably. Look at that. And, and most importantly, a, a massive shout-out and thank you to every single person who's listened to one, two, yeah. Or 400 episodes. And the people who have left reviews, we, we get a lot of comments on, on Twitter. Our yeah. hashtag Ziggy Zaggy has been used <laughs> so many times. And we really appreciate that you guys enjoy the show. We also appreciate the reviews you've put up on, on uh, wherever you listen to the podcast as well. Uh, we love hearing that feedback, and we, we we're delighted that you enjoy what we do. That we, I love getting emails from people saying, "Look, I love your podcast." You've, I nearly wet myself because they were <laughs> laughing so much. So that, that's a really a real delight to hear that. 
that people are enjoying what we're doing and that that's why we do it. We enjoy doing it and the fact you enjoy it as well is just really great to hear. And a couple of reviews that are, Some new that, ones. that are poignant nice. on that front. Another cracking show says, Glenn, love the show, guys, and the banter between you both. Great to hear about all that's new in tech along with your differing views. Well done on reaching 400 and hope the chocolate cake arrives. So that hey, did. Good well, stuff, we, yes. We, and the other one is uh, James Jeanette, uh, chocolate cake, five stars. Love this show. So informative. Look forward to it each week. Enjoy the conversion uh, for, from both – conversation, sorry, from both blokes. Uh, chocolate cake was the title. So I, I love the virtual chocolate yes, cake there. Yes, we did get some um, virtual chocolate re- cake. We really got cut through on the chocolate cake. We did. <laughs> well, when you ask for it so many times, it's like when you're a kid sort of hinting at what you want for Christmas, isn't it? We sort yeah. of said, look, yeah. that's what we wanted, and it was delivered. And look, I thought uh, – I, I want to spend a little bit of time just – I don't have much of a good memory of things, but I thought I'd take us on a little trip down yep. memory lane. Okay. Just a little trip down okay. memory lane, okay? You've got, you've something you've prepared earlier. Oh, yeah, oh, no, I wasn't. I did it literally <laughs> as you pulled up. I was still doing it. So I just thought, let's have a quick listen. Okay. I've only got three minutes of it. We don't have to play it all. But okay. let's listen to episode one. Okay. Now it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. I just think technology is awesome. Good advice for anyone who is looking for a laptop. For the latest news and information about technology. Now that, that's the guy. <laughs> it's so hard to take a bad photo now with these cameras. I really? think that stuff is just brilliant. It is something that people really need to look at. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Haven't we got the best jobs in the world? We have. We absolutely <laughs> have the best <laughs> job. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. I love talking technology. And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. Do you really need a 10 megapixel camera to take those images? I'd say not. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Embrace those little ideas there. Have a look around and, and ask questions. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And thank you very much for listening and downloading. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. I'm Trevor Long. Uh, YourTechLife.com is my regular website and podcast. And I'm joined by the other bloke talking tech, Stephen Fennick from TechGuide.com.au. G'day, Steve. Hello, Trevor. How are On you? Skype. Mate, I'm very excited. Episode number one. We'll do this weekly. We're going to talk tech in the way that you and I love to. Absolutely, yes. This is exciting. Uh, we're happy to be here with you, mate. Having a mag about tech, and uh, you know, two blokes just going over the best things that we the things that we love. Technology. And the concept here is very simple, everyone. We want to just talk about technology that we like, technology that we think you'll like. Uh, not in too much technical jargon. Have I said anything? Um, you know, we we enjoy a bit of a chat every now and then. We've done some media week podcasts together. We. Uh, we're pretty much expert talkers in the end, aren't we? You do enough radio, I do enough radio. <laughs> That's right. Between That's the a good t- way to describe it. Right? Exactly. We're, we're talkers, so why, why not do a podcast talking tech? So stuck to talk about on this first episode. We'll talk iPad 2, we'll talk Vodafone, we'll talk PS3, we'll talk Group Buying, we'll try and talk a whole stack of stuff. But most importantly, you're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. I know. For episode one. Slick. Still using that sting last week. Yeah. <laughs> the iPad 2, now we've been Isn't waiting it? for this one for a long time. Uh, the iPad 2, the rumours have been swirling for a oh, long you're time on Skype now. But too. Yeah. there was pretty some solid evidence uh, overnight to say that to suggest that the iPad's going to be announced uh, on March the 2nd. And they're saying, so So has there been a it's big just, invite? Because I mean, normally look, when Apple has one of those big events, there's a, you know an invite goes out to a few journos and things like that, and it's a kind of an announcement. Has there been an announcement of a press conference yet? Not as yet, but I think uh, if March 2, and uh, yeah, we're talking, the, the, the rumour came from some pretty reliable sources, namely uh, All Things D, which is a pretty respected blog, and also the New York Times. So, But the invite hasn't gone out yet, but uh, I think if Apple are going to make their move, if, if that is actually the date, I'd say some lucky journalists will have an invitation in their inbox 
overnight or in the next couple of days? I won't be one of them, as always. But well, you were. <laughs> but that's you okay. up, I can't you go. Coach, I just, every time I get one, I say That was your to them, first look, Apple event. Oh, that's a very good yeah, point. Yeah, that was your first Apple event. What about me taking the mickey, but I actually did get an invite that time. There you yeah. go. See that? See the, the power podcast. of two blokes? The power of the podcast. That is... That is the first few minutes of our wow. very first show, and as you said, uh, you took a phone call during that, so you, didn't, you wouldn't have heard it. But you said, "You said just a couple of blokes nattering on about technology." <laughs> That's what we do. And, and the, the thing is, I'd forgotten. I'd kind of forgotten about the Skype delay. Yeah, difference in quality. But people put up with it. Yeah, but we've been we've been doing it in person now. What is it? Four years? Five years now? Oh, mate, I don't. It's five remember. years now. Yeah, we have not done a podcast. Oh, there was one we did. Earlier this year, I was in but Paris. We, but we used some but better we used technology some better to tech, make sure yeah, it sounded, so it sounded like we were in the same room. But, um, yeah, we've always insisted on And we were lucky enough to be around the world at the launches. And yeah. so we, we could sit down in New York last week and yeah. in Berlin and in Vegas. So we've been lucky enough to do that. Did you want to hear the last bit of the show? Okay. Do you want to hear how we signed Go. off? I'm not doing it because I think one. it's funny. I just, yeah. I just clipped it starting end and I yeah, thought, yeah. let's, let's okay. have a listen. Yeah, your website, Steve, is techguide.com.au. What will we find That's there it. every day and every week? Well, there's all the latest news and reviews and feature stories. Uh, try to keep up to date with all the tech developments uh, and also interactive buyer's guide to help people find the product that's right for them uh, and instant expert section so you can understand what the hell we're talking about and, uh, you know, just uh, the place to get updated and educated, I like to tell people. And you'll find me at yourtechlife.com <laughs> if you want to listen to my podcast, Talking Technology, Taking Calls, so you can get involved in that one, Taking Calls and uh, and all that kind of stuff. Stephen, thank you very much. That is thank Two Blokes Talking Tech. We'll be back next week. We'll wow. <laughs> be back next week. We'll be back for the next 400 back for weeks. the next eight and a half years. And it's actually, we should point out, we've actually recorded more than 400 oh, episodes. We've um, recorded, is it like 420-something? Well, like, I can tell you, actually. Because every time we go to Vegas for CES, we do a podcast every day. That's right. So there's like going to be episode you know, 200. This, this will be episode 400. This is the 420th show we've there done. There you go. So I was spot on. 420-something. Yeah. Yeah, wow. So 420th show, but yeah. as we call episode, yeah, each yeah. CES that we've done over those eight years. Yeah. So we would have done eight CESs together? No, I think when was Seven. your first CES? It was uh, 20, I think it was 2012. So a year later. Yeah. Yeah. So for seven years we've been doing there. We so that's do seven. Three, we normally do two, two or, or three, three there each time. Yeah. And then we've done a couple of times. We've done multiples at maybe Berlin or places. But uh, yeah. so we've been like all the places we've recorded. I'm just trying to think of what it's been. New Imagine York, the list. Yeah, Berlin, uh, Beijing, Beijing. Yes, <laughs> we did. Uh, we did Barcelona. Barcelona, of course. Um, Taiwan. Uh, did we do it in Seoul? Did we rule a podcast when we were in, with, sure we with, did. with um, Samsung? Samsung. Taiwan with HTC. Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. and um, it's about all the. Kind of, oh, so New York. Did we do one in, in San, Francisco, San Francisco, of course? San Francisco, obviously. San Jose, we've done as well. <coughs> um, and where else did we go? Did we go on some some trips together? And, and oh, London. recorded? London, of course. London. The big trip. Remember, yeah. the, we nearly got divorced. Yeah, yeah. Such we were a together long trip. for two weeks. We yeah, thought, you uh, broke your foot. I, broke, I, had, I had a moon boot on for two weeks. You me through uh, the airport gate <laughs> to get special assistance. Well, they said if anyone needs special assistance, I said... Bloody oath, I'll go You said, there. instead of saying, I do, but let me just wait for my mate, he's getting some MMs, you went, I do, see ya. Yeah, I just waved at you. I went just on the other side of the gate. Yeah, yeah. I got I got Great. a cold from the breeze <laughs> of you rushing to the gate. Yeah. and um, we, I think we've even recorded at, at events as well. Do you oh, yeah. There's been Foxtel events. Yeah. We even recorded one time, I don't know whether you remember, at ANZ Stadium before a State of Origin. We were in a box, I think. I can't remember the really? company who invited us. 
and we decided you'll just take the gear. We'll just record quickly yep. on the mic. So it was during the uh, curtain raiser. Curtain raiser. And uh, there, w- there was a time where we broke out into commentary for a bit when there was some action on the field. <laughs> well, and, let's uh, go back to that yeah, episode yeah. for a memory. <laughs> so yeah, well, so it, it's been we've we've not we, we've never once in in the four hundred episodes we've never once. Not wanted to record. We've no. always there's never been a it's never been an effort to get together to record. It's always been something and, that's a highlight of the week. And because of that, the there's never been talk of you know oh, Steve can't do two weeks, so we'll get someone else. We we we, we no. never. It's it's these two blokes, and there'll only ever be these two blokes. And if we're on holidays, we just take a break, or we pre yeah. pre record a show, or whatever yep. we can do. Um, we we haven't. Let's be clear. There's no way we've done every single week of those eight years. We've probably skipped yeah. maybe three or four weeks. Uh, yep. Randomly in that time for yep. either holidays or. Well, I remember you took logistics. your family away last year, yep. and we pre-recorded. I think two a or three. Shows. Yeah, yeah. And I think so they weren't even about the tech. One, the one we did that wasn't about tech was all about it. Seinfeld. That was one of our most popular yep. episodes. Yep. Uh, <laughs> as, as you'd expect. Um, <laughs> well, we don't talk about tech. Was our most popular. That's one. amazing because I was thinking about the next iPhone, iPhone 11, as rumors are still starting to point to, um, and how the. The first iPhone, what year? It came out 2007. In Australia, it was 2008. Yeah, but the first iPhone was announced March 2007. It was like January 2007. And I was thinking about it. So my son was born in December 2006. So I can look at Jackson and yep. go, that's an iPhone, right? Yeah. That's how old the iPhone is, right? <laughs> yeah. And you think about what's changed. And we can do pretty much do the same thing now with you know, yeah. Harry. And we can go, that's the podcast. Yeah. Like, here's a kid that can now... Yeah, run and tie his own shoes, and you know, yeah, yeah. it's weird to think that we've we've literally grown up for that long with yeah, this yeah. thing. And think about the tech. I mean, there you go. We were talking about so episode one, we were talking about um, iPad two, Vodafone, oh, uh, Sony come a long way. PS three, three in one remote, group buying. Remember Groupon and all that yes, sort of rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> Facebook stress and Sony's music unlimited service. Yeah, uh, episode two, you. We're live from San Francisco for iPad 2 launch. See, it wasn't iPad uh, 2 that I went to. It was new iPad, uh, which was... The third one. Yeah. Okay, right, right. The new iPad. Okay. Um, yeah, right. f- my find website, Uniden Wireless Door Video. One of our sponsors now. We're yeah, in episode yeah. 2. Oh, that was fate. Ionet Court Case and Google Cloud Connect. And just finally, episode 3 um, was when we were driving those sports cars with Nokia. Remember, yes. I had a Porsche, you had a Ferrari. Oh, Ferrari, yeah. Uh, iTunes apps to be de- de- class- to be classified by the government. Wimbledon goes 3D. Jetstar, Jetstar iPad in flight. I flew to I flew to New Zealand for three hours. I flew there. To test out the iPad. We landed, yeah. went to a <laughs> hotel, and then three hours later got back on the plane. Uh. Uh, just It was just to test the iPad in flight. Sony's 2011 plans, Jabra Bluetooth and Garmin Golf. Wow. The the iPad was like it was only a year after it was announced. Remember, like the iPad was, and I was at that announcement. I was still working for News Limited then. Yeah. January twenty ten was when they announced the iPad, and a year later, so we were coming up yeah. to the second one, the the follow up to this massive product. Yeah. So the iPad was huge. I've still got the original. I've got the original up there, yeah. the, the first one. But uh, I think I've got a two at home as well because that was kind of for, for pretty much six years. The two was our devices at home. Yeah. It was a, such a great device. It, it lasted a very long time. Um, sort of the curved edges, just slightly curved edges, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but you know, similar size. But yeah. you know, in that time, in this eight years, yeah, mate, I mean, what about what we've witnessed? Yeah, exactly. In terms of tech, I mean, and, and phones, for, well, for how much of phones? Into the it? physical tech, the phones, the camera technology in phones, which we'll talk about shortly. Um, social media, 
and how that yeah. has just completely well, changed the game. Was, was in, I think Instagram, I can remember talking in, in one of the early episodes when Instagram was becoming popular before Facebook even purchased it, remember? I think I described Instagram as being, you know, it's a photo sharing week with fancy um, filters and frames. Yeah, on, right. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and that's kind of what you did on Instagram. Well, see, 2007, then, eight was when we were kind of joining Facebook and Twitter and stuff. So, you know, very, very similar time yeah. to, to this show. Um, so you got social media, you got phones, you got the, the tablets. And, mm. mate, I, I honestly, iPad Pros, I look at and go, that's a stunning bit of kit. But now I look at the Samsung tablets yeah. and think, so thin. It's just crazy how I've powerful got a, I've got they actually are. an iPad Pro story. Yeah. Uh, you know, I arrived back from the US. Yep. And normally what I do when I come back, when I, you know, Qantas Business, and you're going to laugh at this, Qantas Business, the regular business class, there's no, there's no way to put stuff. That's terrible. You can't store stuff. Yeah. So I have, what, just I let me think about it. So in version, yeah. I've got one. <laughs> there's, yeah. actually, there's actually an iPad I know. Yeah, yeah. slot. Yeah. Well, the new, the new Qantas Business, which I went from LA to New York with, that, that's fantastic. But... The A380 still got the old, very dated business class seat. So I thought I was being really clever. I think, where can I put my iPad? So I used the magazine slot yep. to put the iPad. Been there, done that. On my way home. And you forgot it, didn't you? And I forgot it. So I get home and I'm looking through my bag. I went, no. Jesus. So I've seen people run back down the gangway. Well, no, I didn't know until I got home. You know I got home. I went, oh, my God. What do you do? And my guts just dropped, right? I'm thinking, yeah. oh, God. I know a girl who works at Qantas, so I texted her and said, look, this is what's happened. I'm desperate. Can you call someone? Because that plane normally turns around and yeah. goes back to New York. That's right. So I've run Qantas as well. and I was on hold for like 20 minutes, and this woman answered. I said, look, I was in seat 11F, QF12. It was in the magazine slot. Can you help me get someone to run on the plane? And then what? I, as soon as I harp, I fired up Find My iPad, yep. and it was sitting there at the terminal still. So I'm thinking, great, it hasn't left yet. And I turned it into lost mode yep. and put my name. This is Stephen Fennec's iPad. Urgently, please urgently return it. This is my number. And I kept playing a sound on it, right? I got a call back from my Qantas friend's contact. And he called me. He goes, oh, look, we found it. He goes, originally, the woman from Qantas called me back. She says, look, they can't find it. I said, they're looking in the right place. I gave him my seat number. And then the guy rang me back. He goes, oh, lucky you were, we were looking in the wrong place. Lucky you were playing the sounds. We found it because I was playing the sounds. Because the magazine slot's tiny. Yeah, yeah. If you were looking at the magazine you slot, you still want to see it. No. And the guy said, oh, yeah, lucky you were doing that. We found it. So it's going to be in the baggage services office in 10 minutes. So <sighs> I landed at 6.30. By 9.30, I was back there and I had my iPad back. Dodged a bullet on that phone call Mate. to Apple, didn't you? Oh, exactly <laughs> right. No, but it had some like had my stuff on it that I stories and, oh, you know, and, and photos and stuff. Really like interesting that. point though. You, you would, it's Face ID, it's password. There's oh, yeah. nothing no, anyone. No one could have got into it. Useless, oh, no. yeah, yeah. And this is the thing yeah. about iPads today, which yeah. has also been a big change over those times. Remember, iPhones and things were being stolen at a huge rate early on. Yeah. And now this is why, if you yeah. realise why it asks you for your iTunes password when you format your phone, reset it all. And you boot it up, it looks like it's brand new, but then it says, what's the password for this iTunes account? Because the Apple account locks the phone, locks the device. So it's basically useless to steal a device these days. Yeah, it was handy. And having that message on the front, uh, it immediately gave the person who picked it up a number to call, yep. which, which he did. His name was Adam. So shout out to Adam if he's listening. And uh, and he said, yeah, I've got it now. I'm taking it. And, and the iPad, on the Find My iPad screen, which yep. showed the, the map and the little picture of the iPad, it showed even that it had been moved um, to, to, to the baggage services office 
And I thought, how good is this? Like, it's it saved me. Like, and it's so accurate. Like, if someone had a stolen that iPad and taken it to their house, yeah. I would have seen their house where they lived. Well, let's be clear. You've got a SIM card in it as well, don't you? Absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I could find it, eh? Because yeah. it wasn't on Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, Qantas so, doesn't have Wi-Fi. So yeah, yeah I, mean, I know that. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. I do. I do. I am disappointed by that. But, Look, yeah, that's my iPad Pro story. That yeah. uh, it, it really, uh, when, when, I don't know. And I'm not normally like that. I'm, I'm re- I remember Ridiculous, stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. not normally like that. Even my, I texted my wife and she said, oh, my OMG. That, yeah, that's not like you. What are you, what are you thinking? And, uh, yeah, luckily I moved, uh, moved quickly and got it back. Unbelievable. All right. Well, we are going to run through some news of the week here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. But once again, thank you to everyone who has supported us and uh, kept us going. Uh, the emails, the text messages, the the the, the Twitter ha- hashtag Ziggy Zaggy yeah. messages. Your support's it all, awesome. You know, it gives you that little boost because it, it's a weird thing podcasting where we sit here, we hit record, and then we put it on the internet. And you know, there are numbers that show that people are listening, but I don't know. There's this real satisfaction from hearing from someone just via a simple tweet yep. or message on Facebook, whatever it is, that says, great show, loved it, or yeah. thanks for the 400 or whatever. Those things make you go, yeah, people are listening. It's, it's cool. worth it. Absolutely right. We do get a lot of satisfaction from your feedback. Thanks and for listening. Yep. Well, let's get cracking. Two Blokes Talking Tech, 400. Is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not slick production today, Steve. what happened? Well, you know, I don't <laughs> normally fade that down. We had to fade down the... Fade uh, the down, anyway, your, your sponsors, mate, Uni Den. They're good people. Yeah, they are. Absolutely, yeah. And if you're interested in getting a... If you want to increase security at your place, I think the best thing for you to do is to have a look at their AppCam Solo cameras. These are wire-free security cameras that allow you to keep an eye on your property or your office. It allows you to have live streaming so you can view live uh, HD through the cameras. But you can also set it up for notifications as well. The good thing about the Uniden cameras is they have thermosense. This detects both heat and movement, so you're not getting any of those false notifications. If uh, other cameras, if a car drives by or a tree swaying in the wind, you'll get these annoying notifications, but not the case with Uniden. There's two-way audio as well, so you can talk to whoever's in front of the camera, whether it might be a courier driver, maybe your your child or someone who's uh, turned up at your place. You can, uh, you can have a chat. It's also got SD card backup, and it's also cloud-ready. And, of course, it's weatherproof, so you can put it inside or out. Uh, wire-free, as I mentioned. So you can also add a solar panel as well, so solar power compatible. You can then set it and forget it because the solar panel will keep that battery charged and will allow that for you to be monitored whenever you like and wherever you like. I've often looked in through the app and had a, had a check-in on my dogs or what if there's a package on my front door. It's really handy. The Uniden Guardian App Cam Solo, available in twin and triple packs, even the singles if you like. Check them out, uniden.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. That's better. I'm on my game this time. That was a lot better. I mean, I'm just, I can't be perfect. I'm continuing to learn, Steve. I think after 400, you would have nailed this. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. I just think we've got to keep going. We'll do another 400, see if I can get it right for 800. Yeah. What about how old you'll be then? <laughs> What about how old you'll be then? Well, still be a lot okay. younger than you. All right. Yeah. Although, as a percentage of, of age, yeah. as we get you older, up, like yeah. the you, yeah, the percentage all narrows. Right, all right. Yeah, I, lo- I love how you never you never shy of pointing out to people. <laughs> you in the fifty up club? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not in the fifty up club. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You're still a little while away from that, are you, Trevor? Sorry. Uh, you so never, anyway. You never like to, you always like to remind me about that. That's oh, right. It's just fun. 
It's all good fun. But I do. Uh, can I just tell a little story though? We were yeah. away. Where were we with Samsung? We were in New York, mate. No, no, no. <laughs> last year we were with uh, what, Watch Launch. Where, where, where were we? No, we were in. I can't remember. We we're in a restaurant with Samsung, and and we asked the waitress, "Who looks older, you or me?" Oh, and she hi. said, "You." So yeah, just want to point that out as well. That's because I'm naturally grey. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> and I got a bit more hair than you too. Hair oh, adds a lot, okay. mate. You got uh, it. If you got it, you look after it. You know, you it's know? just a Maltese thing. <laughs> yes, yeah. Also, I'm very stressed. Yeah, I don't think you understand what's what's going. I on. understand. I'm. I come trying to remember where we were. We're with with. I've had a mental blank where we were. It wasn't mate, this year. I, it might have been. Was it earlier this year? I've I've expunged that memory from my brain. So yeah. okay, great. Might have been this year. Anyway, scan uh, Stephen. We, I think we might have been in Barcelona anyway. Don't Let's worry. run with Barcelona. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a scam going around which which worries me a lot, and you've got a story about the amount of money we've lost. But let me just yeah. talk about the scam that I've seen first, which is Australia Post. And this one worries me a bit because it's text message scam, and often the text message scams are so easy to spot. You know, they come from a yeah. weird number, or whatever. But if you've ever, and we get a lot of deliveries, you get that text yeah. message from Oz Post. Yep. Um, and which is also their Twitter handle. But the text message comes from a, a word, OzPost, not from a number. Yep. Not a number you can call back. It's what they call a service ID. And you get this message saying, you know, your delivery from Kogan is due for t- delivery tomorrow. If you're not home, we'll leave it in a safe place. Or sometimes you can you can reply with a one or a two to say, leave it in a safe place or deliver it to the post office. It's legitimate messages from OzPost. The problem is, there's a new scam that comes from the same service ID, OzPost. And... So it appears in a thread, I don't know if you've seen it, but it appears in a thread directly underneath legitimate OzPost messages, yep. right? So you've got legitimate messages, and then you've got this thing that says, package detained in terminal. Oh, so because it used the same secure ID, service ID, it, service ID, it, it appears it in the, the message thread. thread, right? Wow. So you've got these messages from legitimate, and then you've got this one that says detained in terminal. You click it, and you get to a OzPost-looking website, of course, and it says, package detained in terminal, payment of freight is missing, $1. So the idiots have underpaid a dollar on postage, and so I have to pay the postage. It's from Dick Smith. It's a phone I won in a competition. Now, I'm immediately going, well, clearly that's a scam. But a lot of people enter a lot of competitions, so they're going to go, okay, fine, pay pay the freight. You click pay. Dollar. So they're asking for a dollar. You click pay. You give them the dollar. You've given them your credit card details. You've given them your address. You've given them a lot of information, and you've just been scammed. You know what? Mate, it's so tragic it's and very, so sad. It's so common. And my story goes through all the, the, the well, it's nearly half a billion dollars that we were scammed uh, in 2017. Sorry, 2018. Yeah. And that, that's an increase over 2017 by 44%. Yeah. And the main, the top scams by loss, okay, listen to this, by loss. Not yep. the, so the top scam by loss is in our investment scams. You think you're investing oh, in this right. red hot property yep. and they, they, they fleece you. The next one, 24, the top one was 38.8 million. Yep. The next one down, 24.6 million. Dating and romance Yeah, scams. it's the Russian bride. Yeah. They send me some money and they just disappear. They never, I don't want to break it to you, mate. She's not coming to marry you. Well, she doesn't love you. But here's She's the taking you for your money. Here's the thing. More women are stung by dating and yeah, romance right. scams than men. So I think it's and it's guys trying to sort of play on that. Oh look, yeah, can you help me out with? This? Oh, I'm just short a thousand, yep. and and so they play up this romance. And I don't know. Is there any stats on this? I haven't read the story. My apologies yet. But uh, is there any stats on the underreporting? Because the the biggest problem oh, with yeah. scams is yeah. So seventy year old bloke, and yeah. this is and I take the Mickey out of ages, but think about how age has now changed completely. Like I think yeah. about my mum being. Uh, she'd be 69 this year, you know. She doesn't seem like an elderly person to me. Yeah. 
like 80, 90 is starting to get old. But so people in their 50s, 60s, 70s, right? They they fall for a simple scam. Yeah. A couple of hundred bucks, maybe a thousand. Yeah. Do you reckon they're telling their mates at the pub they got no, scammed? No, no way. It's Do you reckon they're yeah. ringing Scamwatch? Probably well, not. Maybe though, because like Scamwatch is sort of it's not like telling your friends that you were duped. Scamwatch is where you'd report it. Yeah. So, but I agree, there would be some people under reporting would be, be embarrassed extreme. about it and wouldn't have said, especially if you're in sort of the dating and romance Correct. scam. Which is listen. why we yeah. need to normalise it, right? We need to normalise the, the 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 scamming. We need to normalise the fact that people get scammed. Yeah. Now. Uh, it happens. Don't be uh, afraid to admit that it happened because your your um, misfortune is everyone's learning, and that's that's what's tragic but about it. But your misfortune can teach other people. The worry about this, though, is that it's it's actually Scam Awareness Week. That's why we're getting right, this yep. report. This was a report generated by the ACCC, the Australian uh-huh. Competition and Consumer Commission. It's called Targeting Scams. Is their report? Now, the the worry is though that people scammers, cyber criminals, are getting even more sophisticated. Right. So they're gonna the scams, like y- y- yes, yes, we get phishing emails from. I get a phishing email from that looks like it's from Telstra. Yeah, I know it's not right because I'm not with Telstra. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But I, I, if I get one from Optus, I, I look twice at it, thinking, "Hang on, what's this?" So it's like the banks. I so, get an email from Westpac. I'm not with them. Yeah, so we we sort of got our guard up when it comes to those scams, but they're getting even more sophisticated, posing not only as financial institutions. They're even posing as your friends and family yeah. in some of these scams yeah. as well. And the, the classic is where a, a, a company, like a, a scammer, would put up a, create a false website, a sales yep. site, like a false store that's advertising goods that are, that are cheaper than you'd expect. And they advertise those websites through social media, Facebook, Instagram. And you click through from these platforms, which you're thinking, well, it's on Facebook. It must be okay, right? You click through. To think, oh, wow, those you know Nike shoes for forty bucks. I'll buy those. Yeah, and you've given them your credit card details and all your information. Not only are you not getting your shoes, but they've also got all your your financial details as well. Yeah, so it's a double whammy. So you just got to always be on the guard. I think the, the the key learning there is that if it's too good to be true, it always is yeah. on the internet. Simple uh, as that. If you're thinking, wow, this is like half price of what I normally pay, yeah. triple check the site. And I know vigilance is, is hard because you need to essentially second-guess every single bloody link and email you get. But here's the thing. You get a text message, you get an email, you get anything that says click here or do this. When you click yeah. there, I can make I can make a... I, here's the thing. I could make Tech Guide. I, it, it would take about an hour to recreate Tech Guide, exact same-looking website, on my own platform, and then say to people, click here to enter a competition... Da, 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 da. So the physical... Don't give people ideas, mate. Nah. The, f- the physical look of a website <laughs> yeah, yeah. is irrelevant to the link. So when you click the link, you, you've already kind of fallen into the trap. So yeah. here's what you do. It's too late if you've the already clicked Australia that. Post example is perfect. If you get that text, don't click the link. Go to the Australia Post website. Yeah. Look for the tracking number. Ring your local post office. Yeah. If you get one from Telstra, ring Telstra but and even, say, can you check my account? Am I, am I, do I owe you any money? Yeah. Because their accounts even, will tell you. Even if the email says Australia Post, it's easy to create whatever name you want to appear in an email. That's right. But if you actually hover your mouse over the name of the in the in the in the subject in the sender field, it'll come up with this address that's a complete gobbledygook. It's not. Yeah. You'll think, hang on, that's not right. But even the sender field can be duped. The the and yeah. and the website like I could create a, a domain name Tech Guide, but the I is a one. 
yeah. or uh, you know other other words yeah. change. A common one is if, like a two e's or something. In it. Yeah, it's just a simple change to a like URL a that makes it look normal. Or something like that. You know, all those things can make it look very yeah. very normalised. But, so but you, you were talking about um, texts and emails and that. The, the top methods of contact for scams are by phone. Yeah, forty six point nine percent of scams take place over the phone. Yeah. So people I'm calling posing, from I'm, I'm calling from Telstra. Yeah, yeah. Or we've suspected a, you've got a virus on your computer. We'll yeah. Give us your credit card details, we'll fix it for you. Or we need remote access because you've got this issue with your computer. And the Microsoft one is still, a, uh, I'll be honest, I think it's a great scam. Um, because what they do is they don't ask for the credit card straight away. They say, we, we've detected a problem. Can we, we can we help you with it? Have you got time to see your computer? Yeah. And they go, well, right, do this. Go to this website. We're going to help you. We're going to look. And so you 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 build this rapport over 15 yeah. or 15 minutes with a tech support person. You can see them using your computer. And you're like, oh, he's helping me and he's doing this. And then he goes, ah, yeah, so it is a bit of a risky one. We're going to need to put this thing on your computer. It's a great software. I'll download it for you. Do it. It is $50, though. Um, and you're like, yeah, cool, man. That's great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he does it for you. And then it's yeah. all fixed. But So they build this rapport. Scammers have time because they're... The, that, that it's a it's a it's what's called fishing. You, you throw so many lines out. All you yeah. need is one. Exactly. A, a right. big it's sea lucrative. fisherman. A yeah. big sea fisherman will throw the line out a hundred times. But when he gets a bite, he'll spend an hour reeling in a marlin. Yeah. Because it's a big catch. That's a good anal- analogy because they do. It is a especially with email with spam. It, you the, you send out a million. If you get one point one percent return, it's still a lot of money. Yeah. So it's like you throw the churn in the water and hope the the sharks arrive. That's right. But um. It, 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 we it is fishing. a worry, though. It is. I mean, I've, man, never, it, I've never been fishing in my life. I have, but a long time ago. But um, <laughs> it, it is, though, and not surprisingly, the the, the ages that are ta- that are most uh, uh, that have given up more money are over fifty fives. Yeah, fifty five to seventy. So they're less tech savvy than than other other users. So they're normally the ones that are the victims. Now, yeah. the the top scams, uh, as I said, apart from internet investment and dating and yep. romance. False billing, which is kind of the the phishing, right? Uh, online shopping scams, which we talked about. Hacking, if you get hacked as well, right? Uh, yes. Lottery and prize claims. These are the ones where oh, oh you've won a, f- a half a million dollars. Pay us thirty bucks and we'll get it organised yeah. for you. My you respon- never have to. My pay. response is, why don't you just take the thirty five out of the half yeah. million I won? Yeah, there's always my oh, response. I respond, mate, take a thousand. <laughs> as long as I get the other, yeah, rest of the they money, get the remainder. But there's also sport investments, classified scams as well. Yeah, there's a lot out there, and the like the 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 main, the, the big thing too is the the big the big fish to land is if we keep the fishing analogy going, yep. is your identity. Yeah, they use that information. Uh, and they can uh, they can do things like create accounts and take out loans in your name. They can apply. They can change your phone number. They, they can port your phone number. Yeah. If so someone's got your phone number, your date of birth, your address, you're at risk of uh, of phone number porting scam. Uh, if someone's got your date of birth, your address, and maybe a copy of a couple of bills, they can create credit cards. They can actually get credit on Which your name. Which is another good reason to invest in a shredder. Like any, yep. any statement that I get, I very rarely get printed statements anymore, but anything with my address on it, I shred it. Yeah. Just so that no one can look through your bin and go, oh, yeah, there's Steve's name, address, and all this stuff. Yeah. So uh, that's important to do as well. So know what you, how to protect yourself in terms of uh, your identity, all those key things you spoke about, uh, protect them. And also, too, uh, uh, people also fall victim through social media because they accept people they don't know. On, on Facebook and, and other platforms. Here's my biggest concern for the next generation. Uh, you know, we talk about removing Instagram likes, but the follower race is yeah. huge on Instagram. I watch a lot of kids because my son wants to get on Instagram and I watch his mates. 
It's like they're trying to get to 200. They're trying to get to 400. Just just be friends with your friends, yeah. right? Now, we're different, obviously, because we, we're we public profile people. I mean, it sounds really egotistical, but yeah. we want people to follow us for that reason. Yeah. But you shouldn't be following and therefore creating a, a friend relationship and letting people follow you and having direct message conversations yeah. with people we don't know. And the, Face, the young, Facebook was like that early on. Yeah, and the Facebook young, was like, how many friends have you got? How many right. friends have you and got? And now it's Instagram. It's all about yeah, your, your yeah. follow account. So now the kids are getting trapped into that, and that's what's going to happen is you're going to have teenagers scammed, I, I worry. Yeah. It's going to be a big problem going forward. So well, anyway. I think, yeah, well, it's ironic, eh, that teenagers and these sort of digital natives are the ones that are the most naive about it because they know nothing different, eh? They're the most naive about security Correct. and, and so all the risks. We're going to have to have this shift trend Absolutely, towards... Absolutely, yeah. Sure, they're savvy with yeah. how to use it, but how to use it wisely and smartly is a different yeah. ballgame. Anyway, all the details of uh, of the scam that you need to be careful of and the stats are at techguide.com.au. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, it was only last week we were in New York with yep. uh, Samsung talking about the Galaxy Note 10 and the Note 10 Plus, which yep. uh, we were both very impressed with. Uh, but the other people who were impressed with it too are DxO Mark, who have given it the highest smartphone camera score for both front and back cameras. Yes, yeah. They're remarkable. It's, it, it's beaten the P30 Pro. And to be clear, this is, top. this is the plus. So this is the kind of standard note, you would argue. Yeah. Not the Note 10 itself, because it's got a slightly different camera. Um, but, you know, with the depth of field, the time of flight sensor and all that stuff, you would expect it to be good. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the 10 plus 5G, I think they specify. What, not that the 5G makes any difference to the camera. Does no, it? it doesn't. No. So we're talking, it's basically up against the... Um, the P30 Pro, the P30 Pro, and the and the Galaxy S10 5G. That's right. Yeah, which I'm using right now. Yeah, well, we saw how good my photos are. Well, they're very good. <laughs> they're very, but very look, good. the 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 thing that they that impressed them, of course, and was not only the 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 main camera, but also the selfie camera, which is it's a very rare double to get. Yeah, and especially given it's just a single lens. Yeah, you know. Cut out, cut out. And and they're they're saying that the uh, the the camera says well the the five ten. The, S, the Note 10 Plus has a four has four sensors. Yep. It's got the 26 millimeter primary camera, 30 millimeter ultra wide, 52 millimeter. Tele, I only go through megapixel, but these are interesting how the, they measure the sensors by millimeters. 52 millimeter tele lens and the dedicated TOF, the time of flight sensor as yep. well, uh, and that's what that's what helps uh, with the, the portrait modes and all we, that. We should explain that DxO Mark is ridiculously meticulous in their methodology. And they're scoring. Now it's not an out of one hundred score. They just have a have a have a score, and it goes up and up. So cameras will yeah. get better with their numbers over time. What they give a mobile is a photo score, a video score, and yep. a selfie score. Yep. Now it's interesting to me because actually when we put the uh, P thirty Pro mm-hmm. against the Note ten Plus, it's it's, it's pretty neck and neck. Yeah. It's actually on it's video. And selfie where it wins because actually on standard camera, the Huawei is a one one nine score and the Note is a one one eight score, mm-hmm. very close. Yeah. And the the Huawei comes, I think Huawei gets the score from memory, based on its hybrid zoom. It has yeah. it has a better score in zoom. zoom. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So the the Huawei outscores um, the so for example the Note ten scores seventy six on zoom, the Huawei scores ninety five. But on exposure, color, artifacts, yeah. bokeh, it's it's HDR. the note that's the he- that's ahead. Yeah. So so the P30's got it on 
zoom and the optical stuff. Yep. Whereas quality Note 10 has just pipped it. And and on video, the Note pips it as yes, well. Yes, it shoots 4K video at 60 frames per second. Right, apparently. so video gives it a better score. Yep. And on selfie, it pips it. So overall, and, that's selfie, why the Note wins. That's remarkable. So it's only got one camera on the in the front. So and, and you know that's that makes sense because using a lot of software. Google have done amazing things yeah, with the yeah, selfie true. camera for years now on true the Pixel. That. True that. But I think it's the wide dynamic range, sort of another name for contrast, mm. that shows up a lot of detail. And on my story, I've got the pictures that DxOMark, the comparison images they've shot, they, they use the iPhone XS Max, they've used the P30 Pro and the Note 10 Plus. And you can see in, in this particular one I'm looking at right now, sort of the colour of the, the Note 10, you just see there's a little bit more accuracy and a little bit more detail in some parts of the picture there. Yeah, but it, on the selfie front as well, that that's a big thing. Like you think about how many people take selfies, right? And this and whole thing. Well, sometimes for, we dismiss it, right? But we just before the show grabbed the cakes and we took a selfie. Yes. And so even if you're not a selfie person, there often is a time for a selfie. You know, oh, it's just totally. A, so the importance or, of that camera can't be underestimated. And and they've found now with the uh, with the the artificial bokeh effect now that that mode you can create. Uh, and also the, the the contrast and the detail in that front-facing camera is remarkable. Yep. So uh, all round, I think for anyone, and this the phone isn't even on sale yet. No, twenty third of August is when it goes. That's next week, isn't it? Twenty third yep. of August. So for anyone who's may may have been on the fence thinking, oh, do I get this? Well, if it's you buy a phone because it has a good camera and it's got a good design and a nice screen. So this could be the the little the tipping yep. point for a lot of customers. And and I think what this does a couple of things. Apple's due to make release for phone. Isn't it? Isn't it telling how far down the rankings Apple really is on the DxO score? Yeah. Which they'll never talk about, but I, I feel like they're never going to aim for DxO greatness. But you've got to you got to remember too that they were Samsung would have given them this cat phone before pre-release. No, no, absolutely. So Apple would never do that. So no, they're going to wait. It, yeah. But but Apple it doesn't matter. Apple still and Apple won't come close to this. Guarantee yeah. you, if yeah. if this is a one one three overall, yeah. I think the iPhone XS is like a ninety nine. Yeah, like Apple would be hoping to get into the hundreds. Yeah. Apple don't measure themselves on DxO Mark like the others do. The yeah. others use this as a badge of honor. Oh, I'm tipping DxO charged them for the, I guess the the right to brag about it as well. Um, but Apple isn't it amazing the ecosystem where you can be in an Apple event and think they're about to release the greatest camera in the history of the world. Yeah, and their fans will think so and believe. And because it always but, is, yeah, it but, is best. It's from if normally an iPhone customer coming from another iPhone. Of course, the new iPhone is going to yeah. be better than what they had. These iPhone customers haven't been using three other Android phones in the last year, like we have. That's right. So if you're coming from a, an iPhone, even a 10s Max with two cameras, you're going to go to a three camera system. And here's the challenge for yeah. everyone, like Samsung, pushing this boundary. Uh, you take a four hundred dollar phone. You take photos, and they're excellent, and they they go on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, that's where they go. Yeah. So unless you are You're not sort of unless you are doing up. unless yeah. you are doing portrait photography, landscape photography, late yeah. night, evening, dark photography, those are the four kind of key reasons why you would want. You're right. These top end phones. Yeah, but have, but look, knowing you got that quality in your back pocket Mate, is pretty uh, good, of course. It's it's hard not to. It's hard not to just, you know, push for the best, and that's why that's why they yeah. do so well. Anyway, the Absolutely. details of the DxO Mark scores at eftm.com and techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. 
Well, we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. If you're looking for a wireless solution for your home or small business, Netgear's got you covered. The Orbi system we talk about, there's also an Orbi Pro. So if you've got a cafe or a small business and you want great Wi-Fi, not just for you, not just for your staff, but also for your customers. Now, I put the Orbi Pro into my mum's pub. So when I go there, I log on to the private, secure network that gives me great internet across the whole home. It means I can print on her printer and, and do all the things I need to do. People coming in for a beer or a beautiful uh, meal, as Stephen and I have enjoyed at the Walker Road Hotel, they can join the Walker Road Hotel network. And when they do that, they get a pop-up which shows them the Walker Road Hotel logo and some terms and conditions. They click a button, they've got an hour of free Wi-Fi. But they can't print, they can't access any of the, the computers or, or equipment on Mum's network. They can just get on the internet. It's a great way of offering your customers uh, a great internet service because basically Wi-Fi is part of the customer service that people offer these days in business. So if you need that, if you're in small business, check out the Orbi Pro. And you can find details at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Just a quick one. Uh, this is not really a big story in, out there, but I found it fascinating. In the annual report for a company called HT&E, here, there and everywhere, who own Hoyts, yep. um, they uh, wrote down... A, uh, their Gfinity eSports arm by $5.3 million because they're closing it down. Wrote it down. As in they took a $5.3 million loss because they're closing down Gfinity. So Gfinity, I remember writing about this in February 2018. They were going to use a cinema, so a screen in you know a bunch of capital cities to create an eSports venue in these Hoyts locations. And they, they ran this Gfinity league. They ran a bunch of sports. They're running the Supercars e-series, e which is still going to run at the end of this year, but after that, someone else is going to have to do it. Um, fascinating to me that they couldn't make it work. I mean, now they say that there is a there is a long term future in esports, mm. but that the investment required is such that they're just not going to do it. And so, this so, is the problem with esports, right? You need, and this is why Intel, I think, will be the 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 winners in this game because they're massive enough to lose reasonable amounts of money, right, over time. Small amounts of money in the, in the scheme of things, but big amounts uh, to, to any average Joe. They can continue to invest in this. Plus, they've got skin in the game. You know, they've got the, the concept of actually making money out of, uh, out of uh, you know, chipsets and things like that. So for Hoyts to walk away from this, I think, is telling about, I guess, the potential for esports so, to have mainstream appeal. So let me get this clear. So Hoyts were going to... The, their thought was that people would come to a cinema... Yep. and enjoy the quality of the big screen and the audio to enjoy. Well, e it wasn't. There wasn't even the big screen. They were. They were decking them out with as, as an esports venue. You know, like, oh, so there'd be players in the front. Yeah, and, and they'd yeah. use the screen they to were show putting, the live. They were, no, the screen disappeared. They had. They had the whole thing. So it was up. just basically a hall. They wanted a big yeah. venue. Yeah, they, they were creating esports venues. They were epic right. to look at. Yeah, right. But and just, there was nothing on the screen. They had nothing behind them. Did they have like the game? You could see the game. I, I, I believe the whole because you know they they put they set up. The, um, the have have, you'd have to be able to see their monitors, what this feed Yeah, but the they, they do that with just big screens and stuff. Yeah, well, that's what they've got at the front of the big, the big I know, cinema. But, mate, the whole cinema yeah, right. was set up as an esports. If you've ever been to a proper esports thing, you know, it's multi level, it's a big bloody thing. So it's just kind of sad that, uh, that you know, it's not worked out well for, uh, for Hoyts. And I think it's bad for esports. I think it's a bad rap that esports can't make it work. Um, at this level, doesn't mean esports is dead in Australia. Of course not. No. Well, I think, but what you know, this, it's what not this, a good look. I reckon. What this proves, though, is that it's something you watch at home. We've got we've got the yeah. capability to watch it, enjoy it in good, decent quality at home. Um, and I don't know. Is this? Does it sound strange to think that 
if you're an esports fan, it's something you're used to watching by yourself, not with a group of people. Like it's not like I'm yeah. Footy, no, I, I went to that that thing at um yeah Homebush. Uh, Homebush. It was a very so it had a good atmosphere. It was it was like going yeah, to the right. footy. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Well, I think, but going to a cinema, it's not quite the same feel, is it? Like you you went to like a concert venue and it was looked amazing, but uh, so you, would people would you pay your money to go into sit into a cinema? No, and, but that, and watch but, it? It, but there's nothing to say this was this far because people didn't go along. Yeah. It just it's just you know that venues are needed for esports. Yeah. Like, you can't take over Kudos Bank every time. No. That's a massive a venue. Of course, of course. This was a great idea venue-wise, but they, they clearly look at it and go, we can't but make the, enough money out of it. But the point is, too, that online is the biggest audience. You can't fit a million people yeah, in, yeah. In, a, in, a, in a venue, can you? Like, yeah, there'll no. be millions of people watching online and enjoying it. Anyway, goodbye yeah. to the Supercars Esports. Esports League. I don't know how that's going to work for them, but uh. they'll have to find a new partner to make it work in Australia. They may come back in some other form, but it won't be, uh, won't be with Hoyt. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. I can't believe you're going to let me talk about Star Wars. I want to hear about it. This was I uh, put this on the rundown, yes. Stephen. Oh, you uh, suggested it, not me. Stephen uh, <laughs> stayed in the United States because he's got the best wife on the planet, and yes. his kids are really old, Love so you, Joe. He doesn't need to be home and look after them like mine because I'm younger. <laughs> and uh, he went to LA, and he went to Disneyland. I miss my daughter's birthday, by the way. On his own. My daughter Haley turned 19 while I was away. Father of the year. Yeah. Uh, he went to Disneyland. I saw all the photos on Instagram. Talk me through it, buddy. Well, Talk me through it. As was, a Star uh, Wars fan, yeah. and then as an observer, what else, you know, how did this it appeal to the, incredible. the others? Yeah. Well, it was uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is a new section of Disneyland, sort of the north, the north uh, western corner of Disneyland. It's it's like 56,000 square metre area. So it's not, it's not small. This is a decent area. It's like one and yeah. a half billion it's dollars massive. investment. So it's pretty big. And... The whole idea of this now, anyone, you've been to Disneyland, right? Yeah. And Disneyland, there are lots of different lands. There's Frontierland, Tomorrowland, you know, Fantasyland, all these places, right? And the idea is you hop on a ride and you go, then you buy a drink or a fairy floss or whatever, and then yep. you go to the next ride. Yep. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is totally different. Right. It's an experience. You walk into this, you, like, you can't see it from the outside world. Mm. You can't see even the rest of Disneyland from it. Mm. So you're walking into this place, and you're, the idea is for you to be just immersed in this world. It's, it's meant to be the planet Batu, the Black Spire outpost. And everything there is meant to sort of add to your story sort of the adventure you want to create for yourself. And yep. the, the, the cast members, so they, the staff, they call them cast yeah, members, yeah, they do, yeah. they're all in character. Like yep. I remember lining up to, to Smuggler's Run uh, and a woman had a name tag. I said, oh, how long have you been working here, Michelle? She says, I've lived on Batu my entire life. What oh, mate. So there's that level of, of, of they're in character the whole time. And even, even when the stormtroopers are walking around and Kylo Ren was walking around and People say, "Oh, get, can I take a selfie?" They go, "What's that data pad you've got in your hand?" They sort of they 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 they're, they're not they're like Mickey Mouse, just waiting one after the other to take a selfie with them. Yeah. They're in character. They're, they're saying, oh, "Are you sympathetic to the resistance, or would you like to join the first order?" So they're, you know, the, the, the how fans, they reactive? I said, "I think the whole thing's rubbish." <laughs> yeah, no, they'd, they'd probably take you into custody. <laughs> <laughs> the, but, but the people that were there, they went along with it. Like the the, the woman said, "Oh no, I'd never join the first order." He goes, "Well, you're going to be crushed with the rest of the resistance." You know. And but the little the younger fans, there was one. I oh, had this great photo of this young fan, this young kid. He would have been like five or six. He's dressed yeah, yeah. up as Kylo Ren, and when he saw Kylo Ren, he lost his mind and had a photo with him, like Kylo Ren, sort of using the Force, and he's imitating him as well. 
that's that's the fan. He'll remember that the rest of his life, that kid. Yeah. And even me, like diehard fan, it was the level of detail there and how well they've pulled it off. I was very impressed. I'm thinking, please hope this doesn't suck. And it was incredibly detailed. Have you been to California Adventure World across the way? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. Have you been to the cars? Yes, I rode. Um, see, I, I find that was brilliant as see, well. I think that yeah. that roadway, yeah, Radiator Springs. I know it's nothing on this scale, no, but I, I think that yeah. is as well executed. I agree for a fan, yeah. and I think that's what they've done is they've gone. You know, this looks good and this works. Yeah, let's go next level. Yeah, uh, and you know, for a kid to walk down there and we're like, there's Flo's Cafe, and there's yes, and the cones, there's the Closey Cone Motel, uh, and it, you know. It's every step of the way. I is was part very of it, you know? impressed. That's so good. And the Radiator Springs racing ride is next level as well. How good is it when you're racing against the other people? It's just such it's a long so queue. It's so well done. Yeah, well, because I, I was by myself, I was a single rider. I just went in the single rider queue all the time. Oh, single rider. I'm straight freak. straight there. And plus, I had the me, I, I added the pass, the max pass, so yep. I could go the fast pass. And so I was just on... The app is brilliant, by the Isn't way. Isn't it what? The yeah. app is genius. Mate, it's... Uh, Gave you the you, waiting time. Did you get any photos? By I did, yeah. A couple of photos oh, on the rides as well. What, were some of the photos of you, were, were they punters or were they the Nikon people? No, that was my... Someone took a photo with my camera. Yeah, right. Because yeah, yeah. that was my favourite thing at Disneyland. Yeah, there, were, there were some there. That was that you can pay 10 bucks a day to have yeah. the fast pass, but you also get the access to the photo thing, which yeah. means... They have professional, or, you know, hobbyist photographers walking around with Nikon cameras, yeah. taking photos of you and your family. And I went, we we had three days of magnificent family yeah, photos. Oh, brilliant. We had people saying to us on, like, I had messages going, "Did you take a pro- photographer with you? Like, what the <laughs> hell?" Yeah, and yeah. I go, "You don't understand. This yeah, is so good. It is brilliant." And with the app as well. Speaking of the app, it the level of detail as well in like the app can be used in galaxy's edge as well like you yeah. can of course you can get your photos i ordered my lunch through the through the app as well and was ready in 10 minutes it was yeah. brilliant but the app goes even further right. at galaxy's edge really there's you can hack different droids and different control panels and it's like a treasure hunt that you can go on and when you hack different things they make noises and react yeah, well, you, right. know, you can hack the millennium falcon Wow. The, 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 you, it's, it's all location-based, Bluetooth-based. So whatever's around you that shows you a picture wow. of this control panel, you know, that control panel's over there. So you go and solve the puzzle, and the control panel goes, do 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 beeps and everything, and you get more credits. And you can also scan cargo. There's all these, these crates that are sitting around, and they've all got little QR codes on the side. So then take me one step backwards. Away from the 10-year-old who's a massive fan and the yep. million-year-old who's a ridiculous fan. <laughs> What what's it like for a non mega Star Wars fan? So like, I love cars. Like I could go yeah. to I'd go to Cars Land yeah. Yeah. every day of the week. Yep. Yeah. Um, is it like going to you know a Frontierland where there's you know the um uh, Splash Mountain and stuff? Yeah. Is it like going there and just enjoying the rides yeah, and, and the shops and everything? Absolutely. For everyone else, it's just amazing sets and scenes yeah. and Star Wars stuff. I, I did write that. I've written all about this on the Tech Guide. What a shock! I, I did say that tax yeah, deduction. I said <laughs> that's right. I did say that, look, whether you're a mega fan like me or a mild fan or even a non-fan, yeah. just to go along the ride, it's, a, it's, it's an experience. And you, you can, you're walking into this world. You're in another world. It's not like the other parts of the park where, okay, let's go on this ride and, let's, and it's just all this disjointed experience. Mm. This is a whole immersion into the world. Yeah. And for the mega fans too, like me, you see a full-size version of the Millennium Falcon 
it dead set nearly brought a tear to my eye. I'm thinking, wow, you know, this is what you've seen in all the movies. Yeah. And thinking, oh, you've literally been looking at that for 40 years exactly on, on DVDs right. and VHS and, and fantasised and about sitting in it and flying it, and I got to do it. Yeah, the the ride you know is I called. Didn't actually fly. I understand, <laughs> but Smuggler's Run is the ride. Right. Okay, and again, day one, I was there at eight o'clock in the morning. As soon as the minute it opened, I was there on the rope like this, yeah. wanting to be the first in there, so I wouldn't have to line up too long. Was made the first group on Smuggler's Run, and then when you get in the when this is say if you're on the Millennium Falcon, and with when when you get into it. They've recreated the interior of the Falcon. When you get in and get your, you get a pass because they assign there's six seats in the cockpit. There's two pilots, two engineers, and two gunners, and they just randomly give you a, a, a token and it tells you what you are. Oh, you're either an engineer. I was like, I rode it four times. I was pilot three times, and I was the right hand pilot three times. But the other people have have to press buttons and do. They've got to do their part. It's an on-rails ride, so you have a little bit of an effect to what happens. But oh, so it is actually a moving. Yeah, yeah. Thing. so you're oh, okay. in there and moving around like you like you're on the ship. So, so sorry, it's so a motion it, ride. It, so it's a motion ride, yeah. not a not a coaster like a car. No, no, it's not a roller thing. coaster. Right, it's yeah. a motion ride, like Star Tours and those other okay, ones. Yep. So you're 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 looking through this iconic cockpit, you know, with the the yep. rings on on it, and my, I was in the right seat, so I was left. I was up and down, and I and. The other pilot was left and right, and the other ones had to just press. Whenever something yeah. lights up, you've got to press the button, right? Like yeah. you're involved. But the biggest thrill, and I shared this video on social as well, was I, mean, I was in the right-hand seat, and I got to pull the lever to send us into hyperspace. And that was me being a kid again. Although you could hear me laughing my head off in it. You couldn't wipe the smile off my face having that experience. And everyone I showed it to, they thought, oh, that is so cool. What's the demographic Clicking split? It. Like, how many people are, are you, first generations? Because yeah, you would call yourself lot. first generation Star lot. Wars, yes, right? there was a yep. lot. There was a lot. But you've got to remember, this is set in the sequel trilogy world. Right. So if you're, gonna, if you're expecting to see Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker, forget it. Right. This is the episode 7, 8, 9, so moving forward. Do you reckon so disappoint anyone? Um... Not really, I think, because they want they want to keep it. That merch should be available. Oh, of course it is. No, but not also, there. Also, there's some not Star there. Wars. Is the Star in Wars stuff still Land. in Tomorrowland? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's heaps of Star Wars stuff in Tomorrowland. Right, okay. But that's the but that's the where you run into trilogy. Darth as a character walking around. Oh yeah, there is there. Right. But in this world, you'll see Kylo Ren, the First Order, okay. Ray, Chewbacca. Yeah. So all the current characters. Oh, they built it for the. For that's the right. Twenty-five so years for ahead. For the future, yeah, right? Yeah. So that I, I don't mind that at all, but. You know, even down to the food, they sell the blue milk. That's a famous thing in Star Wars, yeah. the blue milk, which was actually did like you, a fruit uh, icy. Did you, did you shoot first when you sat around the table? Was that no, the no, table that, that you were sitting at? Was that, you no, took no, photo? that, that was the, like, oh, no, the hollow the chest. Series. Sorry, that's... The hollow chest. Now, the hollow chest board, I don't think I uh, put a photo in there. Oh, yes, I did. That's me in the cockpit. No, that's me in the right-hand seat. And th- that's the cockpit. So see how the front, there's that, the rings sort of looking out the front? And there's the corridors. Like, honestly, people who know Star Wars will think, oh, my God, that's the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And the hollow chessboard is the one in, in the ah, original right, film okay. when they're playing the, the hollow holographic chess. Right, okay. And then Han Solo says, it's not wise to upset, you know, he goes, I'd, I'd let the, uh, it's not wise to upset a Wookiee. He goes, well, no one thinks to up that, that to that about upsetting a droid. He goes, that's because a droid doesn't pull an arm, your arm out of its socket if it loses. So <laughs> that, that was where that was said. So that's a kind of an f- iconic part of the Falcon as well. So there's all of that. And, and there are other rides coming. That's the only ride there, by the way. Smuggler's Run is the only ride. One ride is all they've got so far. Rise wow. of the Resistance is going to open in January. Oh, so oh. there's that as well. Where's that? Uh, that? That's as you're walking in from f- uh, Frontierland. That's where it's going to be. 
But the other part of the experience is, and if you're a younger kid, you can build your own droid, so you can build your own little robot. Yeah. And the other thing is build your own lightsaber. Oh, I saw you do that, yeah. Which I, I did a toy. I bought two of them. I did two. How much? Uh, 200 US each. <coughs> so I hope my wife's not listening, but anyway. And that was brilliant. That good? That was brilliant. Like on a scale of yours, because you've got a few. They are. To- I, I'll show you. They're heavy, solid, good quality right. that I made. Yeah, so there's right. four different types of themes you can choose from. There's like mm-hmm. peace and justice, power, and that, and there's another one, uh, elemental nature, and all these different ones. And this is how detailed it was too in terms of the role playing of the people there. They, when you get there, you had to make a booking in the app too because there's a session you've got to go in. It's like a 20 minute thing where you got to go in at a certain time. So I made the booking and, I, and I've turned up and I've paid my money and then they put out the cards to say, right, so which one, which theme do you want? And I did the first one, the power power one, and then I did the peace and justice the second time. And they got them out on cards and then the woman looks up and spots a first order stormtrooper. She quickly takes everything off the table and puts it away. And I said, what are you doing? She goes, oh, sorry, the first order. We can't let them see what we're doing here. Right? And then wow. I turn around, there's a first order stormtrooper behind me and Kylo Ren as well. And they were asking people... Uh, you know about the resistance and have you seen anyone from the resistance and and, and the they're whole fully is, in yeah, yeah. character right and that, that just added to the whole thing like we're in a world we're in their world and even the woman who served did you do the same thing second time around uh, yeah, yeah they're, they're all, yeah, they're so they all like, yeah. it's a scripted well yeah no the same you know, things will happen inside they talk about the crystals and how you know you, you can create your own spark in the universe and all this yeah, and yeah. it was brilliant but it, it, the 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 thing about it is that it is the sort of the story is you, it's your own story you want to create. If you want to, if you want to hack all the things and build up your credits and scan the crates to see what's inside and build up your, these things, you can go to that level. If you just want to enjoy the spectacle, you can do that as well. Right. But um, in the in the the lightsaber building, it's so well done. And when you get your your hilt, so you start off by picking the color of your crystal, and that that determines the color of your blade. So there's red, blue, purple, and green. So you pick the crystal first. Then you they put the tray in front of you with whatever theme you've chosen. So you've got two choices for the emitter, two choices for the base, four choices for the grips and the, and the switches and all that. So you've just created this thing. And when the, they said, oh, may I look at your thing? They call themselves the gatherers. They said, may we look at your hilt? And they said, okay, that's great. Then they put it inside this thing and connect the blade and everyone steps back and they have their spiel and says, right, everyone, step forward ignite your lightsaber and then you press the button and you see within under the table is like a as clear bit of glass and you see the light of your blade light up the, and everyone just goes whoa it was really it was goosebumps so is it a hilt that you take or the whole it's a removable blade though yeah and then they say raise your lightsabers and then and it was fantastic. Now, I got it home. They give you a sheath at the end, like a protective padded little skinny bag. Yeah, right. And what I did is I detached the blade and just carried them on the plane. Yeah. So I had two cases, so I tied them together, just uh, folded the thing in half to fit just the blade, which was like 31 inches long. And then the two hilts, Bam. I wrapped it up in a T-shirt and put them in my yeah. carry-on. And they stopped me. And I, I Googled oh, really? I Googled TSA lightsabers, and they a funny little entry that says, while we're disappointed these aren't real, yes, you can take them on the plane. Yeah. So the, blo- the and the bloke who was when I was coming through security coming home, he my bag got picked out and I was like, oh, these things have shown up. What are they? And I said, oh, they're my lightsaber. He goes, yeah. He goes, a few people have been bringing these through, and he and he took them out of the bag. He goes, oh, these are cool. <laughs> he was a fan. He's like, oh, these are great. 
So he said, uh, wrap oh, them up again. Gold. He goes, oh, there you go. So that's really oh, mate, good. I had a fantastic time. Thank you for letting me talk about it. No, it I, think it's, I, I think it's brilliant. insightful because people, you go to Disneyland and you, the thing about Disneyland is uh, there's two Disneylands. There's Adventure World and then there's Disneyland. Yeah. And this is part of Disneyland, isn't yeah, it? So Disneyland, you don't yeah, yeah. pay extra to no, go no, in it's there. it's part of, your, part of your park entrance. But yeah, it's part of the standard. They're creating, which I think this, good uh, they're because creating this in Florida too, Barry, in Disney yeah. World. But... This is, uh, and I've written about it on Tech Guide. There's, this, there's plenty of this there's shows very why Disney story. bought Star Wars. Well, you know what? It's a no-brainer. Like this was what they should have done this 20 years ago. Yeah, they should have done this. You remember when they built Fox Studios in Australia? Yeah, and how bad it was. Like they had Titanic, and it was it was just a really poor version of Universal Studios. The properties that Fox owned back then was Titanic, Star Wars. They could have done this then, and it's. Yeah, this is Disney doubling down on their investment with Lucasfilm. Yeah, smart move. This, this is, and look, there's merch. I spent a like merch, <laughs> food. I, I dropped some dollars there, right? Yeah, and this is a, a smart move for them, and it's only going to get better. There's going to be other rides. They're going to fine tune the experience. It'll get better. And now there's another movie coming out in December. Don't forget. So whatever happens then, is that one of the episode nine? It'll be oh, the last, the last of the Skywalker. It's going to be called Rise of Skywalker. Is there are another three after that, probably, but it's set in another time of the Star Wars universe. But after Rise, uh, after Rise of Skywalker comes out in December, they've got all this other this other playground to explore. So that'll all be incorporated in here as well. It's brilliant. You're listening to Star Wars on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. We'll be real quick with the reviews because we're taking a lot of your time, but we appreciate you listening and downloading, and it is uh, a big day for us, episode 400. Uh, a couple of reviews, though. I, I want to kick it off with Birdie, the, the smart speaker for Birdie, kids. yeah. Um, this is actually a product aimed at zero to six, um, and... I'm annoyed that my kids are now too old for it. They're not really because it still works, but you know the yeah. aim. The aim was was much younger. But think about as a parent, uh, your kids learn about the Wiggles. They hear about Giggle and Hoot. They hear about Nickelodeon, whatever pro- properties it is. They want to watch the shows. They want to listen to the music. Um, they want to listen. They want to be entertained. Parents are busy. Parents don't want to uh, stop down and read a book when they're about to make dinner. Parents want to just hand over something and have them entertained, you know. But you also don't want to just give your kids a TV remote. You don't want to give your kids your phone or your tablet and give them a Bluetooth speaker to listen to whatever they want. Birdie is a speaker. It is not a Bluetooth speaker. It does not have Bluetooth that you can access. It is a speaker that, once powered, uh, operates using tap and go. Kids get a little token. NFC. NFC. Think of it like a credit card. They get a little token. Might be the Wiggles. Another token might be Giggle and Hoop. Another token might be Harry McClary from right. Donaldson's Dairy. I, don't, they, I love how they call them bird seeds. They're, They're called seeds. seeds. Yeah, so these are seeds. Your kid takes the seed or the token. They tap it on the logo of the birdie speaker, and it just plays. So they take Harry McClary, they tap it on, it starts playing. I didn't want that. Tap Wiggles on. It just starts playing. You go to the shops, you buy Paw Patrol, or you buy something else, because they've done a big deal with Nickelodeon. And by the way, Nickelodeon emailed them. Nickelodeon emailed really? the wow. people at Birdie and said, we'd love to be involved. Wow. Birdie go, holy crap. Sure. We just got an email from Nickelodeon. Yeah. It's an unbelievable yeah, Aussie story, crash, right? Yeah, Aussie yeah. mum gets yeah. an email from Nickelodeon. It's just <laughs> ridiculous, right? So you pay 10 to 30 bucks for the token and you tap it on. And when you first tap it on, it says you've got to download some content. So that's when the parent uses an app, downloads it, and it puts it onto a memory card built into the speaker. But if it's paired to a, a smart TV with Chromecast or something, there can be a video they can play. Oh, wow. So they tap the birdie and it comes up on screen watching the Wiggles. So when they tap the seed, it it's, it's, it streams it from the cloud, doesn't it? No, it's built into the speaker. 
So oh. you don't even need Wi-Fi. So the content's already the there. The content is downloaded. The, for the first time you get the seed, yeah, right. it says you need to download it. Oh. The app then downloads the information on the seed. So you could be in the car, you so could you be on holidays. That's smart. You don't need internet for, okay. the, for the birdie to work. Okay. You just need internet for the, for the first time you listen to anything. Smart. But one, one seed might have multiple books on it. It might be an audio book, music, video. It is exceptional. It's $2.99 with a wireless charging base. And this week they launched a $1.99 version which doesn't have a wireless charging base. Who gives a rat? Just yeah. plug it into USB-C and charge. It's at Bingley, Meyer Online, and Birdie, B-I-R-D-E dot co. Mate, it's awesome. If you, It's yeah. a great gift for young parents. It's a great gift for, for yeah. parents to have for their kids. But also, it's peace awesome. of mind, eh, for parents who just don't want this, they're, they're, the risk of their child they, they coming want, across material. That you want your kids them, in a little ecosystem you control. Yeah. You buy them all the seeds you want, and that's yeah. what they'll listen to. Oh, I'll break it to you. Kids watch the same episodes of one show a hundred <laughs> million times. Yeah, that's right. Don't worry about that. So Absolutely. you've got music, audio, video. It's awesome. Great little stuff. Australian as well. Australian uh, company. Birdie, B-I-R-D-E. You can read about it at EFTM.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Another real quick one about Kogan. Uh, Kogan is already uh, offering 4K TVs for quite a while now, but they've now moved up to QLED technology. This is the quantum dot technology that companies like Samsung, LG and Hisense have been using in their range of smart TVs. So Kogan is offering that technology. Uh, only at 55 inches though so yep. I think this is going to interest but there's obviously an entry level kind of product and not their super smart version not an Android TV it's just a smart it's, got, it's just got a couple of apps in it yes so, so it's seven ninety nine ninety nine pre-orders it'll be so, eight ninety nine after pre-orders yeah so under a thousand bucks for 55 inch QLED TV yeah. is not bad uh, this will add to the quality. A lot of people ask, oh, what's the Kogan quality like? It's you know, they're, they're okay for the money, yeah. but QLED is going to take it to the next level. Just, because it'll give it a, a, a decent, better brightness. Oh, yeah, and a bit, bit, more, a bit more warmer colour and, and brighter colour as well. Uh, so that it uses the quantum dot technology, which uh, uh, allows it to produce that. Uh, it uses light-emitting crystal particles. That's why it's called quantum dot. Oh, so it you produces more light, uh, and you get that really realistic uh, colour and... Uh, Better viewing experience, I think. So it's bringing it up into uh, that kind of quality that that people are looking for. Because you look at it now, it a good TV. If you if you spend two thousand dollars on a TV, you're going to get a bloody good TV. Yeah. So in, in Kogan now, uh, even under a thousand bucks, are offering QLED technology. Uh, that's really that's really doing going to be going to be good pretty stuff. pretty interesting. So, uh, yeah. So you got four K resolution. Uh, you got. All this nice colour reproduction with Quantum Dot. Thank you for that. Uh, also Four HDMI inputs. Four inputs, which is, is rare on a TV that yeah. cheap. Uh, and also, of course, you've got shortcuts to Netflix and YouTube there as well. And you can also play all your on-demand, you know, SBS on-demand, ABC iView and all the rest. Nine now. All of those. And it's got Wi-Fi built in too. Yeah. Wi-Fi, or you can go direct connection with a cable. Uh, and you, as you said, two USBs and four HDMI ports. Yeah, Pretty cool. Good stuff. Uh, Kogan.com for that one. You can see a couple of pictures of it in details at techguide.com.au and EFGM.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Should we keep going with the show like another episode next week? Like, oh, or I should we just so. pull up stumps at 400? <laughs> We've got cake. Go out on top, you reckon? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I think we do it, mate. No, I enjoy doing going. it. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy chatting with you. And it's my uh, favourite part of the week, Stephen, because is, we is. can block out all the rubbish in the all world. All the noise, yeah. And just enjoy our views and our thoughts Absolutely. on technology. Absolutely. Because we do actually disagree a bit. We We're very aligned we, on a we lot of things. We don't agree on everything. I think that's what we respectfully disagree on things. And we do, but we do agree on a lot. Uh, and 
we I think we break it down for people so that it's it's uh, understandable how it all works. They understand what we're talking about. And we if never, this is your we first, we never talk over the top of people over you know over their heads. We uh, we like to relate to people how they so they can understand it as well as we do. Imagine this was the first episode you heard. You'd be like, what are these blokes going on about each other? <laughs> we don't normally bang on about the show no. this much. Just yeah, FYI. Special occasions. Well. Yeah. Special occasions call for cake. And just, I mean, I'd take cake every week. If, yeah. Just so you know. We are cake fans. Um, Let's have a look at our photos. We are cake pro- fans. Probably won't help with that new <laughs> fitness regime we're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, But we'll get right. to that. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Uh, it's been an awesome uh, eight plus years. It's been a great 400 episodes, Stephen. I yeah. love it every week. You're one of my best Likewise. mates. And I love doing the show with you. Likewise. And we'll keep doing it from now on until someone tells us to stop. And even then, <laughs> we'll tell you to get stuffed. <laughs> because we'll just keep on going. Yes, we will. See you next week, Stephen. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec.